Welcome to Real Money Talks. Real strategies from the money makers and the world changers that you can use to make millions, keep those millions, multiply your wealth, and build your team. Here's your host, author of five New York Times bestsellers, money expert on Dr. Phil, CNN, CNBC, The Street TV, Fox News, and The View, Laurel Langmire. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Laurel Langmire's weekly market awareness update. Very happy to have you here joining us, whether it's on Zoom, social media, uh, to partake in her conversation about changing your approach to money. Very happy to have you all here. We're going to be taking on some sacred cows, so to speak, later in the day. Uh, but as we get started, Laurel, how are we doing today, ma'am? What do you want to hear from the audience? We are good. Um, I'd like to know in our chat, and those of you that are out on social channels, whether you're on Facebook, Instagram, wherever the heck you're listening from, what is the, um, let's do something fun. What's the a myth about money? What's a myth about money? Like something that is always talked about and don't do the obvious ones like money, you know, grows on trees and money doesn't grow on trees. Don't do, well, I don't really care. That's a myth too. What are your favorite myths about money? Let's do that. Favorite myths. This could end up being like a comedy hour. <laughs> well, I know we 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 uh, we popped a lot of myths uh, during the workshop for those of you who joined us on the Millionaire Maker Meetup and Marketplace this past week had a lot of good success had a lot of people make money for the very first time, which is always helpful in changing their approach to money from the entrepreneurial or in the employee mindset to the corporate life set. Uh, that you always talk about. Uh, we're going to be talking a little bit about those uh, totals later on uh, during the live stream today. Uh, but as Laurel said, one or what's your favorite myth about money, uh, and what questions do you want to have answered? Come on, jump in there. We've got a bunch of you here in the chat live, a bunch on millionaires in training and other social platforms. Uh, there we go. That is bad. Favorite myths about money. So let's do a little summary, though, Thomas. I mean, we had uh, Misty made over a thousand dollars, and anybody in our marketplace from now on that makes more than a thousand uh, will get featured on my podcast. So uh, that's going to be fun. So we have one, and she's actually in our big table and uh, helps write books. So it'll be fun to feature her. Um, is there anyone else that is tally, Thomas, that has made that kind of money? At this point, we're still checking. We have some final results uh, trickling in. Uh, but at this point, Misty was the uh, the biggest moneymaker uh, so far from the event. And Laurel, just like you said, anyone who makes over $1,000 um, during the workshop will have the opportunity to be interviewed by you on the podcast as a success story. And really amazing opportunity uh, for people not only to talk about the event, how well they've grown and what they've learned from it, uh, but really have the chance to be highlighted by you within the community Obviously, the podcast uh, uh, seen uh, by over hundreds of thousands of people, tens of thousands of downloads each month. Wonderful opportunity to um, uh, get promoted, uh, see more, uh, and have that. So very excited for Misty. Very excited for everyone who had um, the opportunity to make their first money at the event. And looking forward to having them join us in the community moving forward. Yeah. Um, so go ahead and put the podcast link, by the way, if you've not subscribed to the podcast, Apple we just learned today had a podcast meeting has changed a few of their things. And uh, some of you, if you subscribed uh, lots and lots of episodes ago, might have been dropped in their conversion. So uh, we're going to ask everybody to make sure if you thought you were subscribed, but not getting notifications. We're live every Friday. A new podcast, uh, new podcast comes out on World's Real Money Talks. So 
Um, we'll put the uh, link there, go grab it, subscribe. Uh, those are very different than my YouTube channel. Um, so again, you might as well put the YouTube channels. Those are, those are our two places where there's just consistent broadcasting of educational topics. Uh, those topics come from either what people are searching for or they come from you. They come from you through the askworld.com channel and you're asking questions. And I actually have some uh, Ask World questions that have come from some of the social channels, Thomas, that I'm gonna read off and kind of get to today as well. Uh, but make sure please, uh, and if you actually subscribe to uh, the podcast and wanna leave a review, we do give Laurel Bucks for that. And uh, we appreciate it. We love those. We love those. We love those. Anything else you want to say to kind of wrap up? Um, those I, The only thing I want to say to wrap up the marketplace from this event, those of you that were on, um, as long as you have done your two strategy sessions, did your profile, and listened to the three content sessions, you do get your swag bag. So you could put in Molly's information in the chat. And uh, if you feel like you completed those uh, three things, that swag bag, I mean, we're valuing over $5,000. I always say it's priceless because you can't buy it. You can't go to our store and say, I want that virtual swag bag that, you know, I wasn't committed enough to the event to win it. So I want to buy it, uh, but you can't get it. So you can email Molly or put the phone number in to call her and um, get your swag bag. That's kind of the wrap up. It's our gift to you for attending and playing uh, like superstars. And our next one is September 30th and October 1. In fact, in saying that, I will be actually broadcasting that from Georgia. I will be uh, down in Georgia. It's family week. So um, we'll have just also done our big table. That whole week is a big, big week. 27th, 28th uh, is our big table in Savannah, the Hyatt Regency. And then the 30th and the 1st is our next marketplace. So I think that kind of wraps that up. Let's move over to uh, some Ask Laurel. Before we do this, I just want to frame this. And this was like one of those marks, you know, Steve, where we want to say, where in the recording did Laurel say it? Because I kind of want this like taken out. So this lovely thing right here. Notice. Oh, geez. Yep. So uh, yeah, you have to be 50 and older to read these. So maybe for some of you that are young, you're reading from your parents, but yeah, AARP is interesting. They do have some fun discounts at hotels and things, but here's the <laughs> challenge we have in our education. Here is our challenge, right? Is this, like this is very typical of what you're gonna see in the Wall Street Journal. You're gonna see it in USA Today. You're gonna see this in all the typical, like, you know, traditional places of the world. So I gotta get over. <laughs> before i mean I, I i'm gonna die laughing when i read this to you so this is brand new in the most recent little edition of the aarp <coughs> that just came out this is why what we teach and how we help you become this like would you rather be this or do you want to do this right and we're going to be airing this all over and recutting this out steve because i want to make a big deal about it because and <laughs> I'm saying it with a lot of kind of fun in my voice, but honestly, it's disheartening. It is so disheartening because this is where you as the client or, you know, consumer is confused. So here, here's what AERP says. Six clear paths to pass along wealth, providing financial security. Well, first of all, I don't plan, promise financial security. I promise generational wealth, right? to help your heirs. This has nothing to do with your heirs. When you're gone, a goal that's achievable through multiple routes. Number one, maximize your 401ks and IRAs. It's a little late in the game for that. 
remember AARP's market is 50 and older. So uh, interesting, a little late for that game, but uh, taxable accounts, right. So um, that whole thing is, I mean, Randy and Kelly Corsick and iClick would laugh that off the entire page. Number three, <clears throat> your home. Oh, they're huge fans of let's let's devalue the equity of your home. Just live on the equity of your home. And see, how does that or these things have anything to do with passing along wealth? The incongruency of this just shows how financially illiterate. I don't even know who the author is. This is so bad. <clears throat> Number four, term insurance. Make sure you get some term insurance. We call that death insurance. It's useless. You're going to outlive it. Now, this one is probably the closest one we might agree with. One of six is whole life insurance. So we like whole, we really like the banking style even better. So that is a way if, if put in a trust could create generational wealth for your heirs. If you just have a big policy, no trust, all of this goes to probate anywhere. So if they're really talking about passing along wealth to your heirs, why don't they start with start a, a revocable family living trust? That's how we would start just to give you a comparison of how off this information is. And then number six, our favorite annuities. Do you know in an annuity, which is why, you know, there are one or two that I like. Other than that, do you know in an annuity, the guy that sells it to you, the gal that sells it to you, gets 100 to 120% commission? Yep. So you say, well, how is that possible? If I put 100,000 into an annuity and they're gonna guarantee me a fixed income, because that's how insurance companies work. So that's fine if you wanna pay somebody's big paycheck and big commission and fee structure. Why would you do that versus buy a rental property? Or why would you do that versus putting a construction note or putting money into a direct asset? So here we are. This is fabulous advice from the traditionals. So I just wanted to share that. Thomas, any funny reaction? Like, you know I'm gonna make like a big thing about this because it's fresh out and I think what I'll do, I mean, just to counter it, is give you the six ways we would do it. And I'll just tell you now, it's get a trust, you get entities and name your heirs in it right away. Um, you get Roths, convert those 401ks and convert the IRAs, do banking, life, life kind of banking or whole life, and you load all of that. You load your, um, you load your insurance, you load your real estate, your entities all into the trust. You make sure it's all, not, I mean, you're not going to probate at all that passes through. That's how you start doing it. And then you put people, you put the kids on the bank accounts, you just start transitioning the assets that are inside the entities. That's how we would do it. And if you need some catch up because you haven't made money, we put a business in here and I don't care how old you are, you can always make money. That's why we do the marketplace. So very different kinds of advice. Ours, actually, you got to think and do some activities a little more than just pass it to a financial planner and pray to God they do something. But this has, you know, been sponsored by a financial planning firm, of course. Mm -hmm. So anything you want to add to our fun for the day? Well, it's exactly what you talk about during the workshop, Brett. You have that traditional uh, employee mindset uh, towards, you know, trying to get wealthy, trying to get ahead versus living that corporate lifestyle of everything you just outlined there that actually makes it happen. So uh, if you've not yet done so, you need to attend the event. Uh, you know, I'm going to bring it up, Laurel. The number is 107. And that is how many days you have to get your butts in gear when it comes to ending 2021 on the right note and living that corporate lifestyle, moving towards that corporate lifestyle uh, that Laurel talks about. Uh, so if you haven't yet done so, Steve, I don't know if there's a special link we get it for the ticket sale to attend the marketplace, but we'd love to have everyone attend so you can be able to learn what Laurel's talking about 
participate. Uh, and for some of you, again, make that make that very first money you've ever had outside of a job and understand how you can have the financial freedom you're looking for. You just have to approach it differently. So I think it's spot on. I love seeing when we have those kind of sacred cows that we talk about uh, that just really they're kind of, you know, not doing the whole, you're right. I don't want to say the, 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 what, what I think they're full of, but it is what it is. <laughs> well, they are. I mean, here's what's sad about it, um, to speak to the full of it part, is the people that have no idea that, like, the conversation that I teach and that our community lives by is out here. Mm -hmm. They look at this and think this is gospel, and they wonder why they're so far behind. And it's sort of an impossible catch-up. Like, none of this stuff is going to help anyone get anywhere, really. Um, it's just none of those strategies work. And then people wonder when they come and meet us, why they're so, you know, where they are in the position they are and why they have such a long catch up. So right. that's why we love, you know, getting you early in the game, meaning you and your family and your kids. I always say, you know, if you're not up for it, give me your kids, um, just pay for them to get educated. And then you keep doing whatever you're doing, but give me your kids. And, uh, especially those that really want to be entrepreneurs and, um, you know, they got a lot to live through uh, to repair all the damage that's going on out here. So right. being an entrepreneur is pretty uh, intense right now. And I say, you know, we should get gold medals for, for being sustainable entrepreneurs. Um, let's go to some ask more questions. And by the way, anytime you want to ask questions, you can go to any of our social platforms. Uh, again, we're putting a lot of highlight on our YouTube channel. So please subscribe, click the notifications. I come out every day. So that is not casual whenever I'm in the mood. That is now extremely organized and, and uh, structured. And uh, again, we get the topics from what people are searching for or for what you ask for. So Thomas, I'll start with some of these and then you know you can have some. So you know, one of the questions which I kind of answered is how, how can I build generational wealth? Well, again, you've got to start with some ability to make the money. So you either have a job or you have to have a business. So like you gotta have to make some money. Um, it's not going to come from thin air. It's not going to just drop out of the sky because you have an online business. I mean, you purposefully, again, go to the marketplace. We'll teach you how to build a business. Then the money that you make, you have to invest. And as far as invest, we love direct assets, real estate, uh, whole or, or banking level life insurance. But the generational wealth moves are when the assets in the insurance are owned by entities and then held in trust. And what happens in generational wealth is that uh, a revocable family living trust, which sits above it all, it doesn't, what happens when you pass away is that your entire estate will go over to the probate court. It just does. <clears throat> if they see that you have a trust that and, and the entities and all the assets are stacked in there properly, then they'll actually pass it back to the executive of the state and they're out. And they don't get anything actually. Um, and the estate tax uh, bill currently is 11.2 million can move on to a, a dependent tax-free. So if you stage it right, you can make a lot of money pass the whole thing on. And then if you get a little more sophisticated, then you have what's called irrevocable trusts. And those are, you know, a whole nother level of sophistication. But just in basic terms, that's what you that's what you do. And then you just stack it up and then intentionally start training your kids. So when you pass, uh, everyone's very aware of what's going to happen, right? They know they actually have access to the bank accounts. They're not running around scrambling, going, oh my gosh, how do we do all these things? It's all pretty much laid out. So critical. Um, let's see, what's the switching gears? Another one. What's the best way for me to use $225,000? Can I take a withdrawal next year from my, four seven, my 457? 
I don't even that like I think what I they're saying is is they have twenty five thousand dollars that they can they have available from a withdrawal from their four fifty seven. Yeah, they can take their withdrawal. So I would, I mean, personally, if you don't know a lot about money and I can't give you advice, um, we love our iFlip app. So if you want to put our app, you know, the app link, I'd put it in app. In fact, you're going to have to go above the app and actually go to a software. I'd put it in iFlip. Um, and another really conservative one is uh, construction note. So uh, I have tons and tons of our clients that use hard money. So basically you're a bank and you could, you know, if Thomas wanted to go rehab a house, I could borrow him the money ask him for anywhere between 10 to 16%, and then you get paid on that money. And the reason I like it is you're in a first position. You're literally like the bank. So if Thomas screws it up, guess what? You're gonna come take the house, right? And so we can teach you how to do those notes. I love those. Um, so just, I would put it at life insurance. I mean, those are probably the three conservative ones, depending how old you are. Um, if you actually know how to flip houses or know how to actually arbitrage some houses, um, you could do use some some of it for that. But again, uh, the best place to look and read about what you could or should do with your money. I have a lot of conversations on my YouTube channel about, you know, what do you do if you have 5,000, if you had 10,000? Now, you know, this one's 25,000 and what to do with that kind of money. Um, the other book, though, is My Millionaire Makers Wealth Cycle Investing. So that gives you a lot of options in the alternatives. Um, Another question, if I'm looking to start creating Airbnb rentals, where's a good market to begin and invest my money? So Airbnbs, I mean, you gotta look vacation spots, right? Tahoe is booming with Airbnbs right now. So you look at resort areas, you look at mountain areas. Um, the other place that a lot of people, um, I, don't, I don't see it talked a lot about in the Airbnb conversations, but student housing. Mm -hmm. So student housing, you're not necessarily Airbnb it, um, but a lot of parents will come to town for different events and they will Airbnb those uh, vacancies that you have in those properties. Uh, coastal, I have, uh, you know, Steph, uh, Stephen, who's a, a client of ours, he Airbnbs his boats. Um, and I'm encouraging him to get some financing and get a few more boats because that's extremely lucrative. Um, I have some Airbnbs. I had some in Tahoe. Now I have some in the Ozarks. So that's typically where you're going to be looking. Um, Mexico's phenomenal. So uh, you can uh, look at those markets. Um, <laughs> this is interesting. If I can't afford to enlist your team of tax experts. So first of all, you can't ever hire any of our experts separately. Um, it's not available to you unless you've got to figure out how to work around to who they are. Um, the next best option, starting a business. So those don't go together. You need to start a business independent of hiring my tax team. <laughs> like those don't go together. Um, and you don't file in December, uh, tomorrow is when corporations file tax. So for example, I'm filing a multitude of corporate returns tomorrow, September 15th, and then my personal goes in October. So we're not doing any of that in December. We're not doing it in April. So you've got three sections to your questions. I can't afford to list a tax expert. Well, you don't need to right now unless you have a darn good business. So first let's start with the business. <laughs> And your business is going to have an extension that's going to get filed September and then you'll file in October. So we don't need anything about December that doesn't have anything to do with it. And uh, you will have our tax team. You can't not afford it because everyone else you're going to use is going to use about maybe 13 pages of the tax code. If you want 80 plus thousand pages of tax code, I have clients tax returns like it's really active for me right now. It's intense. Well, I guess when my energy is intense. 
I have clients literally that our teams have helped make and just between us coaching and setting up a company, exact process, doing an extension. Now our tax teams are doing the tax filing on the entity. Um, I can give you two different examples of two different people. Both became millionaires in real estate. Both companies are worth millions and they are paying less than $1,000 in taxes. Mm. So do not tell me you can't afford it. You don't know what you're asking and you don't, you, again, here's the problem. You have this in your head and you want, <laughs> and you want this. These strategies don't go together. So a lot of you, I'm gonna, I'm gonna more aggressively correct your financial literacy or illiteracy to literate questions. So those are three different things, extremely illiterate, um, because the tax basis alone would afford the expert. An expert only takes about $250 to $750 to file. Even like a really sophisticated entity might be $1,000 to file the taxes or to file the tax return. So, and a typical return is about $250. There's not any of you that are walking around that can't buy a company and, and pay our teams to do a $250. So I think what they're probably saying is they don't want to spend the 2000 with Scott to get the right entity done. So again, I'm going to keep di uh, dissecting this. And it's not to make fun. It's to help with some financial literacy for all of you. But literally right now is when wealthy people, when these people pay taxes, right? We're paying taxes tomorrow, September 15th. Right. Uh, and then we follow it in October and then our 2020 is done. And then we roll into next year. We don't even worry about you know, April or any of those other dates. <clears throat> we remind you because your clients that need to be extending. Um, the only thing you have to do by the end of December is get incorporated though. I mean, the only point about a December date in the question is if you're not incorporated, then you can't write off 2021. So 2021 is gonna come and go. And if you're still sole proprietor or living under your one social security number and you don't have a TIN and EIN and you don't have a for, for corporation with a bank account formed, in 2021, you won't be able to write off this tax year. So that's the deadline um, about getting it done. So you need to get your business up and running, hence go to the marketplace, make the money to pay for Scott to get the entity done. So that's the sequence I would tell you just straight out. Get to the marketplace, make a couple thousand, pay Scott, get the entity done, and then you get in that cycle. Um, you say, well, I can't, I can't afford it. I don't ever want it. you can, uh, anybody can afford it. Thomas, I'm gonna bring this guy, um, to my, I'm going to actually do, I think a full podcast on him. He is a gentleman from Mexico, brilliant guy. He was my Uber driver last time I, I was filming my YouTube. And he said, you know, um, he said, there's no, there's no such thing as poor people. He said, they're lazy. I thought genius statement. He said, anyone can make money. If you, if you hustle, he said, when I got to the United States and was, you know, getting immigrated legally, he said, I did anything that anybody wanted me to do. I would haul stuff. I would clean stuff. I would do anything. I would mow lawns. I would do anything to make money, even though I didn't like it, until I grew into the thing that I like to do. And now he actually has a hauling company, has a trucking company. He does Uber. He does lifts. He has all sorts of cool businesses and was able to build his, build his family home in Utah. So uh, I love that. I think, uh, I think that's the name. That's good. The next thing is poor. It's lazy. Um, so... I don't know. All of you have the ability to make money was that theme. All right, I have one more question if you wanna dig a few out too, Thomas. Uh, what's the best way to learn to start an Amazon business that generates money? I actually, um, we are gonna start doing Amazon coaching. So we're gonna start doing Amazon e-commerce and some specific real estate 
actually we really have launched uh, some great real estate. So we're going to do some very topical coaching. We haven't done that in a long time. Um, but I reconnected with a great team that have all of those opportunities to really niche those coaching programs. So we're actually putting that together right now. So stay tuned and uh, just give us your information and get on a waiting list. And as soon as we are ready with uh, Aaron and his teams to do it, uh, we will start funneling him people who will be teaching Amazon, uh, just general e-commerce, uh, some general marketing strategies and uh we're going to keep the sales strategy obviously at the marketplace um if you want advanced high ticket sales um you got to strike a pretty big ticket for that kind of sales I and mean, you're starting at 35 40 grand for that right that's awesome to hear that we're going to be offering that soon so Laurel, from 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 the chat room one of the myths that uh obviously we want to pop the bubble of is uh, all credit is bad obviously i know you have some thoughts on that with some differentiation there yeah all credit is amazing Credit is how you get to use other people's money, whether it's American Express, Discover, Visa, MasterCard for 30 days with no interest. So why pull money every day out of your debit card versus use your credit card, use it for 30 days, pay it off and go again, plus you get all the points and all the extra benefits for having it. And it increases your credit score. The big thing I would say about credit done wrong is you know, Susie Orman, Dave Ramsey, Bach, all those guys are wrong, completely wrong. Again, I'd say worse advice than even this is when you don't live with a credit card, you don't get credit. You don't build your own personal, you know, you don't build your credit or if you don't use a corporate credit card, you don't build your corporate credit. Right. So, I mean, the way we are going to teach you is to live by credit cards, pay them off, but never be paid out all at one time. So if you have four cards, you take week one, pay that off and then spend again, and then wait two, you pay that off and spend again. So you always have debt in the system. That is how you get good credit and establish good personal and corporate credit. So nothing is more further from the truth about not using credit cards and using them properly and having good credit. Now, Laurel, there was one question or one of the myths that we talked about um, that's about insurance. I don't know if you can see in there from Michelle Drake. Um, and I'm not that familiar with this. So I don't want to mis uh, miss say what she's saying, but something in fact of heard one of the insurances is a tax shelter over okay. deposit tax free, borrow it from it tax free and legacy it tax free. Yeah, you are correct. And I have a lot of it. So if you are seriously interested in it, um, that kind, that kind of insurance is, uh, we have uh, just key expert who can get that kind of insurance for you different than banking insurance. Banking insurance is more of a, a vehicle to allow yourself to put money in, you can lend it back out, you can buy real estate and you use the protection of an LLC and an insurance company. So it's highly litigation proof, very different strategies on how to use it. But you are correct and I have a lot of it. So if you are interested, you can call Molly, we'll just say Molly can be your direct contact for all that and say, I want to know about that kind of legacy life insurance. And uh, we'll pass you on over to the team. Absolutely. So if you have additional questions, go ahead, put them into the chat uh, in Zoom here, or you can put them on the Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, wherever you're watching us from. Um, one of the questions that we got um, earlier this week, uh, one of the people asked, if I am gainfully employed, but rebuilding my credit, what is my fastest path to cash? I'm sorry. I was sorry. I was reading the chat. So Jason, you are welcome to uh, just do that. I didn't see you there until I put my little glasses on. 
<laughs> so just go ahead and take that directly with Michelle and follow that up. Okay, so why don't you two just exchange numbers and get right to it. We can take my team here in the office right out of the middle of that because you are the guy. Um, and as far as Jenna Culver, same thing. Uh, get to Jason Henderson, um, same thing. There you go. Look at that. We just handled all that in one quick question. You see the question from Nina there about uh, without paying a huge sum down? Uh, well, first of all, I always say invest where, live where you want, invest where it makes sense. So, I mean, you're put, you're, you can put nothing down if you do terms and do owner carry back. So there's all sorts of strategies that we can teach you, Nina, with real estate. So if you're interested in doing some very specific focused uh, strategy coaching on real estate, um, let us know where to contact you or call our office, which is up above in the chat. Uh, there's a there's a lot. What's interesting right now, you have to be careful. It is not a buyer's market in most of the country. It is a seller's market. It is a massive seller's market, especially in a couple of states like Nevada, like Arizona, Texas, Florida. A lot. You got to go wider. I mean, the Carolinas, Montana's. Like, there's just too many people moving from you know some of these states that are crazy. So uh, the 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 demographic transfer is causing a lot of it. It's extremely high. I would like I was working. Uh, just with somebody who wanted to go buy a new primary residence. And I mean, I can tell you, I'm on the development side in Idaho. I mean, our four hundred, what was $400,000 houses, we can now sell for 600. You can buy our houses all day long. We would love for you. We would love to build you a house. <laughs> and it's going to start at about 630 right now. Cause that the escalation of those prices is insane. I mean, if you would have told our team that we would have been getting those prices, which thank God. And part of that, although just isn't just an amplified um you know overpriced it's also material costs all that has just been insane in the building uh category so mm -hmm. um but what you're looking for nina would be you know student housing um you'd be looking for uh rentals four plexes eight plexes 14 plexes you can still get there's so there's still some good deals in the apartment side but for home buying it's a seller's market so Nina, if you want some help, let us know on how you do that. You do that on terms is the way that that's taught and you're negotiating terms for owner carry back and low down payments. All right, what else do we got, Thomas? So that we'll go back to that question there. If someone's gainfully employed, but they're rebuilding their credit, i.e. don't have a lot of credit to lean on to build their business. Uh, yeah. what, what's your advice for their fastest path to cash? Well, first of all, you don't need a lot of credit to build your business. You need credit be, to be built over time in your business. So your fast path to cash is get a business up and running, getting your cash flow, go to the marketplace. If you haven't been to the marketplace and let's get you making money in your new business, make sure it's incorporated. And then we'll use your corporate credit to start ex escalating. And then I'll uh, teach you. In fact, those of you, if you read the back pages, uh, page 194, it's how to get out of debt. And there's a little bit on how to do the credit um, but if you're any of our coaching programs, you can always request a private session with Eileen on how to rebuild your personal credit. And I can tell you the, the technique is, um, small, small utilizations on three to four cards, pay it off every month, but make sure all of them are in a cycle. Um, and so you're showing good credit behavior and then you're going to have to have somebody like Eileen to go back. If you had some big hits. For her to write the letters. I mean, you can go ahead and try to do all that. It's, I, to me, I'd rather have you focus on making money. And I, for a couple hundred bucks, Eileen will clean up all those. If you had negative marks or lates on your credit report, hire somebody like Eileen who's professional. 
she can talk to them on your behalf and handle all of that negative stuff. But as far as forward, how do you do it? It's the use of three to four cards, rotated every week on a payoff and small utilization. So like I teach my college kids, right? Which I don't think is any different than I teach you, um, right? I say, use one for gas, use one for like school supplies or school things, one for your food and let's be honest, they're booze. <laughs> you gotta go out and party. Uh, and one, if you travel home or, you know, you, you do any sort of other travel. So just come up with some different categories, use it super cleanly. Um, just make sure you don't overspend that you can't pay them off at the end. And if you do, guess what? I'm going to say the same thing to you. Go make some money. So my son, right? If he spends more than he needs to, which he had quite the spring in a party, party land, then uh, go tutor to make the money, right? Some of the football players I'm coaching, go do a nutrition plan, do a strength training plan, go do a personal training plan, go make 50 bucks an hour and, you know, make some money. Because you're so occupationally trained, the world is, you forget that you have the ability to create some new money every day. So go out and generate it. Mm -hmm. Let's do a couple more questions. Uh, this one's a little bit uh, longer, has some context to it. Um, is there a consistency component to your cash machine? I have a side business that brings in good money, but I'm dependent on referrals from doctors. And if I don't get referrals, it's hard to generate the business. Should I consider something else as a cash machine or keep going on growing or what I'm doing? Well, I would say get to our marketplace or get closer so we can ask a whole bunch more questions. But mm -hmm. I would say in theory, I would not move. I mean, you already have a cash machine. The, 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 the problem is the inconsistency because you live in on referrals. So either establish a more consistent process inside your referral program and create some incentives inside of there and or create additional marketing channels. So you have more leads coming from more channels than just doctors. And remember, there's a ton of alternatives out there. And there are a ton of PAs, there's a ton of, uh, you know, nurses, there's a ton of people in the healthcare kairos, people in the healthcare industry that are not in the medical uh, system. So if your Medicare and Medicaid is probably what I'm assuming you might be, um, I'm not sure, I'm not sure what you're doing, um, but I would, I would not drop that thing. Um, it's inconsistent because your marketing is inconsistent for the lead gen. That's, I would fix the right problem, not change a cash machine. And what do you say to people who uh, get too much of their business from referrals? Is that a bad thing? I think it's, um, yes. <laughs> I think it's a risky thing. Uh, I shouldn't say it, it, it just can't be the only thing, right? That's where it gets risky if it's the only thing. I, I've seen too many businesses where that's the only thing they have done. They have no marketing, their web, their web presence is horrible. They have absolutely, you know, no other generation of any leads. That's when it gets risky. Mm -hmm. then you're completely dependent. You need to create some independence of other, you know, of sources of generating that cash. One of the questions we have here is if your business is selling perishable product and you're still in a home kitchen versus commercial kitchen and mortar shop, how do you fast cash that? So basically in this situation, um, how do you, how do you leverage other people's infrastructure to get that fast cash? If it's a major investment, i.e. going from a home kitchen to a commercial kitchen. Um, there are tons of contract uh, contract kitchens, tons of them. In fact, I was coaching somebody uh, last night on Clubhouse that was um, love cooking and <clears throat> was in that bridge. And given that's where my mom world, you know, was, I mean, when we were growing up uh, to supplement farm, you know, droughts and uh, bad times, she would do high end wedding cakes is how it started, which means she would go, which you can actually do cakes and then deliver. But if you get too big, I mean, you do have to have a commercial kitchen. So we ended up 
building a commercial kitchen out on our property, um, which was licensed and all of that. But in the meantime, you can either go to uh, local grocery stores is where I know my mom went to grocery stores. She went to bakeries, used their kitchens. And the easiest answer is be a home chef. Walk right into the very kitchen of the people that you're going to use. And there's nothing illegal about cooking in the building in the kitchen. So Thomas, if you're having a party and you don't want to cater it or you don't want to pay the catering fee, you can pay someone to come in. And as long as all that's done inside Thomas's kitchen, <clears throat> he could have a huge birthday party for all his kids. He could have whatever celebration and the person cooking doesn't need a license to do it as long as the food's not transported and it's done in the home of the kitchen or the facility of the kitchen. You just can't transport. That's where it gets messy. So in the contract kitchens, you can have people, I mean, people are used to having to pick up stuff now. I mean, never before has that kind of uh, not, you know, the, the necessary uh, uh, kitchens. I mean, to me, they're not necessary anymore. There are so many restaurants who need so much revenue. You could darn near go to any restaurant on their off hours and use their kitchens um, to be able to fulfill whatever you're doing. There is huge need and the restaurants need revenue given what's happened. So there's no excuse for that. That's a huge industry right now. So we'll go ahead and do one more question. Um, we want to talk a little bit about YouTube. I'll go ahead and put that um, link in if people have not had a chance yet to see the new and revised link, or excuse me, YouTube channel uh, from where you're doing some new content, getting ready to be a, a preferred content partner over there. Um, obviously, Laura, a lot of people right now talking about content marketing, being on social channels, being a thought leader in the space. What are some of the common mistakes people make and what are some of the things that you've learned as you've done this YouTube process that they need to know to, to learn from the expert? We'll put it that way. Hmm, you think I'm gonna give all my secrets away? Well, not all of them. <laughs> a little bit of money to, uh, and being coached right now. Um, so I can tell you some of the, the variables of the algorithm is how long is your video being watched. So strategies to keep them on video as long as you can. And it is 10 to 12 minutes. Uh, on average, 10 is like a perfect time. Um, vary your content. So every day, that's why I would say model mine, right? So put mine up, model mine. Every day you're going to see there's a there's a sequence to the layout of my conversation. Um, I give away gifts at the end to go to a quiz, which goes back to my integrated well systems homepage, take the quiz. And then from the quiz, they move into, you know, a further conversation with us. Um, has to be video, obviously. Uh, what other little strategies? What are I some of the things that people do uh, wrong? Or what are some of the mistakes that you see that beginners could avoid if they're just starting this for the first well, time the biggest one is you don't know how to lead gen you don't you're not generating any leads from it you're just giving some stock content which is interesting and then you have nowhere to send them and i can still tell you like i saw it last night on clubhouse time and time again somebody would talk or uh say they can go get some free thing and they send them to youtube for example or they send them to somebody else's youtube to get the report so i like Literally, people are, are out getting all these followers and being a great resource, but they aren't building a database. So I can tell you, you don't begin any of this without a database. And we are fans of Keep. In fact, I don't care if you put up our Keep link, uh, you can use our, uh, we have a huge special. I mean, for I think it's 49 a month, you can get started to build an enormous database um, that, that is not followers. I mean, if you're taking... If you are have a whole Instagram you know, following and for whatever reason they're irritated with you or you do too much utilization and you're taken down for the day, you're out of business for the day. 
followers is not a way to build a business. Building a database is a way to build a building business. So you take your followers from YouTube, from all these channels, you move them. So for example, if all of you go to laurel.club, laurel.club was a page that we put together for our clubhouse. So specifically uh, during my clubhouse appearance, I'll say go to laurel.club, L-O-R-A-L.club to get free, you know, chapter, you know, or actually the whole thing, get free copy of my book. You get the free app for iFlip. You get tickets to my marketplace. You get a whole bunch of stuff. But that literally takes you from a clubhouse follower into my database. It is a total link into my database. Same with YouTube. Like when I'm saying at the end, go to take my quiz, I'm sending them back to a web page into my database. So everything I do is about a lead generation into my database. And I see so many people just talk. Just talk. Like, what's the point? What are you out there just hearing need to hear yourself? Feel like you're an expert in something. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're not building the business by just talking. You have to have a direction to the conversation and a direction to the lead and a direction to the client. So I think those are some of the biggest ones that the mistakes that we see. And that's in a lot, that's almost in every social channel, but specific to YouTube as well. Very good. Well, Laurel, I do know that you're about ready to hop on um, over to Clubhouse of where you are every Tuesday, uh, starting at 1 p.m. Pacific. Any little preview of what you're going to be talking about over there? So we, um, I give a quick lesson over at Clubhouse every Tuesday, 1 o'clock. And then usually it's a lesson from the Millionaire Maker book, whether it's about sequencing pattern. Now that you reminded me that it's 106 days to the finish line, um, <laughs> I'm going to talk about some of the finish line. And, you know, I'm probably going to have to just make more fun. And I'm not just making fun, but what I'm doing is creating a real distinction. I want people to realize that if you're not in a great financial spot, like it's not all your fault. Like you get, you get, like this is primary press, right? Primary press tells you really bad things, like horrible things, things that are so inaccurate at that aren't going to help you. And then probably what pisses you off the most, it would piss me off, is if you do these things and you're not getting anywhere and you don't know what. Then you meet someone like us who tells you to do something totally different. You're like, but this is me mainstream media. I mean, none of that stuff works. I wouldn't go anywhere for any, you can't trust any news anywhere at this point. Um, so you're just going to have to test it. What do you really want? We've been around 20 years. That's why I was leaning in our sustainability. I think that's what's totally going for me getting older. Like we've been doing this for 20 years, 25 if you add all my years with Tiyasaki uh, and the Rich Dad Poor Dad team. We're sustainable. We haven't changed the model. How you become a millionaire is always how you become a millionaire. A trust has always been necessary. An entity. We're consistent. There's a consistency to what we have uh, been teaching and talking about for you now decades. So I think that's uh, something you're going to have to hang your trust on because uh, you're going to have to make a decision. You cannot collapse this kind of main media stuff and what we're teaching. And if you love Rich Dad Poor Dad, I mean, we're the how-tos of that brand. So uh, you're in the right channel of it. So um, I'm going to give a lesson and then I'm just going to ask questions. I'm going to, uh, depending on who shows up, uh, sometimes I call people up and do quick little mini makeovers, people who are making decisions to come further in and be a client. Um, so it depends on who shows up. But makeovers are fun if they happen on the call, but I never promise them because I want to uh, intrigue you to show up. And Jason, I know you're out there. I would love your support over there today and uh, bring you up to the stage and we can talk about all sorts of good stuff out there. And if you, uh, you know, need to make money, End of the month, we're uh, back every three weeks doing that marketplace. So make sure you're back there. Thomas, thank you. Thanks, team. And uh, I think this was a good one. I think uh, we got to put up these distinctions and put this up as a podcast today. You never know how these 
all roll, but uh, I think we're going to bump this into a podcast and our podcast is going to do the same thing. We're going to start moving people over to take the financial personality quiz. And by the way, all of you, if you haven't been to our main page in a while, um, we are actually updating it uh, in the next few days, but our main page on integrated wealth systems is take a financial personality quiz and see where you are very similar to the book and you should never stay at the same place. So if you've already read this or read it years ago, you should reread it and say, I wonder how much I've changed since where I have been to where I really want to be financially. And uh, watch your growth as you grow financially with us. So thank you. Have a great day. I'll see many of you over at Clubhouse. And uh, if we don't see you at Clubhouse, we'll be back here next Tuesday, 12 noon. Same time, same channel. Those of you in the big table, four o'clock is the laser call. And um, if you're in VIP, tomorrow is your group call. A lot of calls. We do them L the time. We are connecting all the time. We're highly available to you. This is Laurel. You've been listening to my podcast, Laurel's Real Money Talks. If you'd like a conversation one-on-one with one of my team members, the easiest thing to do is call my office, 775-588-9200. Say, I would like a one-on-one with someone on the team. The other thing you could do just to go get some gifts is go to laurel.club, L-O-R-A-L.club. Laurel.club is a place where you can get a free ticket to my marketplace. You also can bring a guest to the marketplace, fill out a profile, and get a whole bunch of gifts that we uh, really want to get some feedback. I want you financially literate. The biggest challenge people have isn't that they have a resistance to money. They just don't know about it. So let me help you. And you're here on this podcast, Laurel's Real Money Talks. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Real Money Talks podcast. Your host has been Laurel Langmire, author of five New York Times bestsellers, money expert on Dr. Phil, CNN, CNBC, The Street TV, Fox News, and The View. Want to learn more about off-Wall Street investing, tax strategies, and multi-million dollar business strategies? Visit liveoutloud.com slash podcast for past episodes, show notes, and resources. For some special wealth building gifts only for Laurel's podcast listeners, visit liveoutloud.com slash podcast gifts. Do you have a burning question for Laurel? Visit asklaurel.com to submit your question, and it may just be covered on a podcast episode. So stay tuned and be sure to subscribe to get new episodes every week.